Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 138, looking at 2 Samuel 1 and 2, and then Acts 27 and the first 26 verses. Now, it might seem a little bit unusual to go from 1 Chronicles and head to 2 Samuel today, and really for the next week or so. But remember, we are doing this study in a chronological order, so we're trying to follow the order of when these events happened. And so it makes sense when you put it into that respect that we're jumping around a little bit, because the Bible wasn't written in chronological order, but the events can be placed in that order. And so we head into 2 Samuel and in chapter 1, and what we see is that Saul is dead, and David learns of his death. I wonder, did you expect his reaction? We don't see David jumping for joy, nor do we see him react really with any positivity. Instead, he mourns, not just for Jonathan, his close friend, but also for Saul, his enemy that sought to kill him. It is incredible, isn't it? David has been in constant fear over Saul seeking his death, yet here he is in sorrow as he finds out the news of his death. This was truly a man of God, for he knew that King Saul was anointed. His hope was not for his death, but for his repentance and for his kingship to reflect the will of God. Now, we know that David was rightfully king over the people, but God's plan doesn't always happen all at once. First, he becomes king over Judah, a section of God's people, but he won't be king over Israel for some time yet. Patience will be needed. The Lord is still at work. I wonder, do we tend to want to rush God? We want the answers now. More than that, we want to see God working out a solution or the goal right this second. I'm sure David struggled with the constant patience of waiting on the Lord, and I'm sure also that we struggle to do the same. Yet here is the lesson. In all things, we need to be patient and let the will of God run its course. He doesn't jump to our command for things to be faster. Instead, he works all things out in his perfect timing. Like David, we need to trust the Lord, his plan and his timing. Far better to exercise patience and have a momentary trial than to speed things up and be outside the will of God. Essentially, we need to learn contentment. God will always get the final say, so trust him and his timing. Now take all of that and let's see how Paul reacts in a fairly similar way in the book of Acts. The journey continues for the Apostle Paul. He has been before Felix, Festus, Agrippa, and now he sets sail to go and be before Caesar. However, this was not like travelling today. It would take days, weeks even, to reach Caesar, and each part of the journey would be fraught with danger. Now we're told in this passage about the multiple stops, but what I want to pull out is the care that Paul showed to the men on the ship. He heard the word of God and he encouraged the people, the guards, those in charge of the boat and the centurion to eat, to gain strength and don't set sail until they have done so. Here is Paul, the prisoner, helping to guide and encourage those who certainly wouldn't be called his friends. How do you respond to people not described as your friends? How do you respond to your neighbours, your work colleagues? Dare I say, how do you respond to your enemies? In the Apostle Paul, we have the example of love and grace. He didn't have to show care. He didn't have to guide them to the truth, but he did. I was listening to a sermon this week that reminded me of who the true enemy is. And here's a hint. It isn't any human. You see, Satan is the true enemy. We fight not against fellow man, but against the spiritual forces of Satan. Therefore, our response to fellow man is not one of attack, but rather one of care and grace. For the work colleague, the person you don't like, even the family member you don't get on with, is not the enemy. Satan is. 
It would be good for us to remember each day who the enemy is and recognize that everyone we meet is a potential soul to bring to the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul shows us this example. The question is whether you will follow his example. Let's pray together. Father, we do indeed thank you for the example of these two men, of David and Paul, and how they responded to their enemies with love and grace and mercy. Father, we pray that we would consider how we respond to others and we respond in a Christ-like manner, who upon the cross looked down on those who were attacking him, on killing him, and sought their forgiveness for they did not know what they were doing. So Father, we pray that we would look upon our enemies, our work colleagues, our friends, our family, not with hatred, but with the love of Jesus, seeking their soul to be safe and secure in your hands. And so Father, we ask your help in this, and we pray this in your Son's name. Amen.